When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Never show them that you're beaten, not even on the field or off the field. Started off when I was at school, as you know, the name Raper is uh, open to all criticism, and I used to run home to my father and mother and absolutely cried. And I said, Mum, I'm going to make our name the most famous name in the world. Your, your supporters follow you everywhere, and you, you pack a a football ground and uh, you, you run out there and you say, well, I'm not going to come off this field today and disappoint you people. I came from St George from Newtown and I had a, a good coach there and uh, it was Dickie Pearl and Frank Faisal saw me play one day against St George and uh, as I came out of the dressing room, he said, I want to see you, lad. He said, up the car park. And I said, God, what's this bloke want to do? You know, I said, we, we <laughs> lost today. We never won. I, I got no money in my pocket. And he said, how'd you like to play with that pack of forwards? I said, Frank, I said, I'd love to play with that pack of forwards. He said, you'll be playing there next year. And then he came down during the week and uh, we signed a, a contract. And I went over to St George and probably the best move I ever made. St George win 23 to 4, taking their 11th successive premiership, a world record in any code of football. The man they call Chook, Johnny Raper, is elevated to legend in the Sport Australia Hall of Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Raper. Going on a stamp. I was absolutely thrilled. All those famous sports people that have done the ultimate for Australia, to be placed in amongst them, is such a, such a great honour. Really believe me, such a great honour. Well, as we've already touched on, it's been uh, well, a really sad day uh, in rugby league with the passing of the great Johnny Raper. I thought we'd get someone on the phone that uh, has been around rugby league for, I don't know, about five decades. And uh, immediately, you would probably think the voice of rugby league uh, may well have called Johnny Raper way back in the day. But that, in fact, is not the case. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, our next guest on Higher Ground Certainly knew Johnny Raper pretty well and has seen a whole lot of highlights um, of the great man himself. Joining us is Ray Warren. Good evening, Dad. G'day. How you doing, Chris? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm right in saying that, aren't I? Um, so he he would have just finished his career, I guess, Johnny Raper, as, as you were, were starting your career in, in broadcasting. Yeah, I think you're right. I came from the country in 69... Uh, and John retired in 68 from Sydney football and went to 
West Newcastle prior to going to Curry Curry. Um, so, no, I never got a chance to call him, not in my memory. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I used to see a lot of him, not necessarily via television because mum and dad couldn't afford a television, to be honest with you. Um, but at the, at the local theatre, you'd see the, the sports news on the, whatever they called it, the Cine Sound uh, replays or whatever. And I, I, knew, I knew I was watching something special, you yeah. Um, you, uh, well, you got to know um, the late Frank Hyde quite well. Um, and uh, I don't know if there's ever been anyone as good as, as Frank Hyde. Frank was part of the panel, I believe, was he not? Um, when they um, inducted the original Immortals. So he, he knew Johnny very well and had seen a lot of him and uh, spoke oh so, so highly about Shook. Yeah, no, that... That's probably the strongest uh, recommendation you can get uh, from a man uh, like Frank Hyde. Um, and John was with Clive Churchill and, and Bobby and Reg uh, for the initial induct, uh, in, induction of um, the Immortals mm. way, way back. But uh, I used to travel around the world, basically, with Frank, and we became quite... Uh, you know, we became quite close, and some of us, uh, some of us younger commentators, would talk about him and him and him. But Frank would just pull you into line and say, "Mate, mm. please, there's never been anybody better than Johnny Raper." Um, he was absolutely fixated, really, in his view. And you know what? Um, I just wish I had been around to watch more of him. But uh, Frank Hyde rated him as the best footballer ever. And don't forget, Frank called for a number of years after he made, you know, he made that declaration. Mm. So you you would have gone on a number of kangaroo tours. Well, I know you went on a number of sort of kangaroo tours um, very early in your, your broadcasting career. How, how old were you when you went on a couple of those tours? Um, Chris, I, I think, well, the first, they called it a tour, uh, was New Zealand in 71. And then I went to... Uh, England and France, I think it was, in 73, and then back again there in 75. And um, that, that's where I got close to people like Frank Hyde and Tiger Black mm. and Alan Marks and John O'Reilly and all those sort of people. And, you know, you, you come to respect those people and you respect their opinion. And that's, that's primarily why I, I wanted to say that if Frank is able to hear me, he'd be proud that I, mm. I've mentioned the fact that Frank Hyde wouldn't listen to anybody talking about anybody other than Johnny Raper as the best ever. Yeah, best he's seen, Frank Hyde. Um, the Dragons, by the way, they will commemorate the, the life and career of uh, both Johnny Raper and Norm Proven, uh, who passed away in October last year. They're going to do that at the club's opening home game of, uh, of the NRL season. Uh, against the Panthers on March 18, I think that is, at Cogra. It's been a disappointing, well, not disappointing, it's been in terms of losing greats of the game. Um, we've lost a few, haven't we, in the past 12 months? Tommy, Bozo, Norm, and now and now Johnny. I mean, look, I know it's inevitable. It happens to all of us at some point. Um, yeah. But I guess four greats of the game in, in such a, a short space of time. Yeah, look, it's happening too frequently. I think that's uh, that's appropriate to say that it, it's very sad that you know we just lost Bozo and and now we've lost um, Johnny um, Clive of course went 
some years ago, and so did Reg. And I was given the um, the honour of um, comparing the tribute at uh, Cogra mm. uh, for Reg. Um, and, and deep down, it'd be nice to do it'd be nice to do the same thing for, for Johnny and Norm, but that's that's up to the St George Club. But mm. I, I'm just I'm so sad. I'm so sad in that people don't realise how close um, our family uh, grew. Um, with John Raper, uh, your uncle, my brother, uh, played with John um, in 1957 at Newtown, um, and they were great friends. They were they were both policemen. Mm. Uh, John was an 18 year old um, coming uh, coming into grade when he was 18 at Newtown, and uh, Bob, that's my brother, um, he he got his his nose into Newtown, and he was he was very good, but. He was in mainly in reserve grade, but he got to play with John in 1957, which is a great achievement, and it's um, it's wonderful to think about that tonight. Really, it's funny, isn't it? Well, they 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 could they could Chris they could well be having a big <laughs> big big party up there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well, I say it's funny. It's not funny, but I mean, you would think I'd known that. I, I didn't know Uncle Bob played with Johnny Raper until we had that conversation uh, before we came. Uh, on air tonight. So, um, yeah, well, what about that, hey? Uh, G- Jack Gibson's another who spoke really highly um, of of the style of player that, that Johnny Raper was. And, again, so yeah, this is me. I haven't, I never saw him play, obviously, live in the in the flesh. I was only born in, in 1970. But some of the, the adjectives he uses was gritty, tough, talented. Um, and he says no player trained harder than Johnny Raper. He almost invented... Um, the way the modern-day professional trains. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but you've got to also understand, and I, I don't think I'm out of order in saying that he, he really lived life to the full. Um, yes. I, I don't know that Johnny would have knocked back a schooner uh, on, the, on the eve of a, a test match or a, even a grand final. Um, he... As, I as, he said, knocked, he, as he knocked, as he knocked back, uh, refused, or as he knocked back... Um, consumed. I think he might have consumed a couple. I yeah. mean, this is a very, very incredible athlete. Uh, he was able to basically do the things he wanted to do, but he would still uh, prepare himself as well as he could uh, to play football. I remember reading um, Carol, his wife, mm. uh, she reckoned that sometimes um, driving home in the car, he would say, stop the car, and he would run the last five kilometres home. <laughs> and sometimes with the kids with him, they'd be leaning out the back window saying, come on, Dad, keep going. You know? yeah, uh, yeah. He loved life. He loved people. Uh, and, you know, he was obviously very generous with his time too, but, uh, you know, post-playing. Well, there's never been a function held by the rugby league, and I, I don't think there's ever been a function for charity that John Raper and Carol, I, I emphasise John Raper and Carol, um, would have been at the function. Um, yes, he enjoyed life and all the rest of it. He enjoyed people's company, but whether whether he was there because he thought he owed it to the game, I, I'm not quite sure of all those facts because um, I, I didn't know him all that well, but every time I, I bumped him, uh, he wanted to talk. He wanted to be friends and... Mm. 
he was, he was a beautiful person, um, and it was it was humbling even to be in the company of John Raper, given what I do, what I told you earlier about Frank Hyde's assessment of him. You know, old Frankie just said, you know, Rabs, mate, forget about him, forget about him, forget about him. Raper is the best there's ever been. Mm. It's a fair stamp of approval. Well, uh, Ray, thanks for staying up and joining us on Higher Ground and uh, a walk down memory lane um, on a sad day, particularly for the Raper family. And again, our, our, our condolences are extended to, uh, to them. Uh, thanks for your time on Higher Ground. Nice talking to you. Yeah, thanks, mate. The only thing I didn't touch on was the bowler hat. Um, yes. Was it him or not? And I, won't, I won't keep you, but he dined out on the fact that he was the bowler hat man. <laughs> Um, and people wanted to run around with stories about Raper and the bowler hat, but a fellow called, I think it was called a fellow called Monteith or something like that. He eventually came out and put his hand up and he said, I was the man that did the full Monty. Yes. And that was the way you pronounced his name. I think, um, the, the full Monty, um, Maybe that's where he, it he, sunk, he, he, he sunk, uh, Johnny's story of being the bowler hat man. As far as I know, I, I don't know what well, I don't know what uh, the future is going to provide. No, all right, okay. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you cleared that up as well. Thanks again, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. There is uh, Ray Warren uh, staying up past his bedtime to uh, to join us on SEN 1170. Uh, there you go. Um, I didn't know my own uncle Bob. Uh, God rest his soul, was uh, really good mates with uh, Johnny Raper. All righty, we'll crack on. Keep involved with the show. Send those text messages through 0457 736 736.